I've just read the most amazing thing in the world and I found out something about myself that I never knew. Please tell me you haven't been reading more Scientology literature. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just saw something in the spreadsheet and I yes. found out I have something in common with the Pope. <laughs> Why? <laughs> A Catholic wife? I don't know anything about Catholicism. Um, no, I don't think he he can't marry. I think, but I think all the nuns are married to God. Okay, so. right. That's one hell of a wedding night. Because he represents God. Does, are they married to him then? I don't know how it works. He probably gets to have his way with them. Mm. I assume. Mm. I assume that's why you want to become pope. Uh, I think it's just more so the money. Does he get paid? Oh, they're, 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 trust me, they've got money. Yeah, but he, does he get to use the money? Well, I suppose he probably does. Does the Pope retire or is he the Pope until he dies? I don't know about the Pope very much. Mm, well, no, the clear. last one did retire because he got old. Right. Yeah, that's called dying, Luke. They're all a bit old though, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can have like a young 20-year-old as the next Pope. Oh, I've seen a TV show about it. You can. It was Jude Law and he was oh, the Pope. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. He's no spring chicken anymore though, isn't he? Oh, you're right. Well, I guess he's I mean, he's young in comparison. Hmm. Mm. I think the current Pope's in his seventies or something. I mean, that's a bit old, isn't it? That's quite old. Mm. But I found out he does like Scotch, evidently. Okay. Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. So I got a shock over this. I didn't think he. I didn't think they would drink. I don't know that he's supposed to, and this may have been a joke. But he uh, he was handed a bottle of whiskey as thanks. For I think thanks for doing the shoot that they were, they were shoot currently filming him for when he was handed the whiskey, and he, I guess as a joke, said, "This is the real holy water." When they handed him the whiskey, <laughs> and then took a deep sip of it. <laughs> <laughs> but then, apparently, the Vatican media office was allowed to approve all the footage, so they handed the footage over, and when they got it back, that was missing, that little clip. So there's no. <laughs> There's no evidence that this happened. Uh, just a little anecdote. See, it's one of those things because to me that sort of makes the Pope sort of seem more human. Like you can mm-hmm. have a bit of a joke and yeah. That. Is the do Pope they want human or is I was going to say like the Eucharist want it? where we're supposed to yeah. believe that he actually does embody? I don't think they want us to think he's human. He's special. Then why do they put him in that bulletproof glass? <laughs> <laughs> so we can drive around and receive pizza from people. And what? The Pope, I mentioned this the other day in a meeting at work and no one knew what the fuck I was talking about either. There's a video out there and I, I don't, I don't remember where or why or how I saw this. The Pope, <laughs> the Pope was part of some kind of parade or something. And a guy ran up with a pizza and was like, Mr. Pope, take the pizza. I made it for you. And the Pope was like, oh, I like the pizza. This is the real body of Christ. And then I'll watch the video the- right now. There you go. It exists. Yep. Mm, that's some good Google- body of Christ. Yeah. All you got to do is Google Pope pizza. As he said, take and eat of the pizza. <laughs> Did he eat it there in front of everyone? No, I think he probably threw it in the trash. But I'd love it yeah. if he just stopped the parade. 
to just slowly eat that pizza. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, stop at the car. I did stop yeah. and throw a ball at him. Are you allowed to do racist, like- what, No, what you're not allowed to do anything racist. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not Italian. It's a- uh, Rome is a country, right? So you're, you're, allowed you're allowed to do voices, but can we make fun of the Romans? Is that is the Pope a Roman? I'm, I am making fun of him, aren't I? <laughs> a little bit. We're not making fun of pizza, though. We love pizza. I fucking love pizza. I had pizza last night. Mind you, I did have at least one instance, and I'm sure I've talked about it on this podcast already, where a jokey Italian accent got me into trouble. Just the one time. Yeah. That's <laughs> why so I don't do accents, except for Scottish. But it was Scotch he was handed, so if the Pope had gone, Ach, aye, this is the real mm. holy water, that would have been fine. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what he did with it. I mean, we can assume what he did with it, but... Well, the Vatican added said- it to his wide collection of Scotches he has. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they just don't want him seen to be endorsing whiskey. Or maybe it was like, they don't want him to seem to be endorsing a particular brand. Because that would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? If they, if, yeah, you're if right. Because like- if, 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 if that was me, if I owned that distillery, my new slogan would be the real holy water. <laughs> uh, Glen yeah. Scotch, the real holy water. And I would just have that clip in the ad. Yeah. God says, drink this. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Pretty good endorsement. Mm-hmm. Well, whiskey may be the real holy water, uh, but getting booze around... Well, getting booze around here was quite complicated the other day uh, until I found out th- there are varying levels of compliance with the kind of uh, social distancing social laws. Distancing, yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one liquor store, uh, the fancy one, is very being very compliant. You've got to call and place your order and then you've got to go pick it up. Uh, and they'll, you know, they'll bring it out to you. Curbside pickup is what it's been called here. I don't know if you guys call it that where you are. I just go to the bottle shop. Yeah. One. Of, then I noticed that the, the, the liquor store near me, which I usually go to, is just open as normal. And I was like, well, <laughs> I kind of wish I hadn't fucked around. <laughs> See, I, I'm starting to think, I think you're probably, uh, your lockdown is a lot stricter than it is here because I think America's been hit oh, a we're lot fucked. worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you've got the highest rate of deaths or something. Here's the thing, Crazy. though, Luke. You need yeah. to do your lockdown before it gets bad. Yes. Well, no, that's we're, how we're, you we're, stop we're, it from getting bad. No, that's the thing. We're, we're already on our way down. Yeah, I saw a chart that was like, Australia's headed back down again. I'm like, well, that's must be nice. But you guys aren't on an official lockdown, right? We we are very much... Uh, we're, we do have social distancing in place, and a lot of places are shut down, a lot of work from home, but we're not mm-hmm. as strict as... Right, experiencing, and probably you are experiencing as well. Yeah, McDonald's is closed. Oh God! All right, see, that's how serious it's gotten here. Even for takeout. Yeah. Wow. See, that's the like fast foods. It's all you're not allowed to dine in. It's all takeaway. Yeah. Yeah, same. But everything like that is still open. Shops are still open, but they're sort of limiting how many people are allowed in at a time. All shops like that. Um, I can go into EB Games tomorrow. Wow. Oh, really? See, for us, only supermarkets are open and pharmacies. Mm. I think it's because we probably locked down a little bit earlier yeah. than you guys did, so we were able to sort of get on top mm-hmm. of it a little bit faster. 
Because mm. I think we went to lockdown one or two weeks before. Yeah, that's true. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll end up doing that. And then, mm. well, it's not even lockdown here. It's like guilt trip lockdown. Yeah. Like where it's like, stay at home. And if you don't stay at home, we're going to be very disappointed in you. The big problem is I'm seeing is people do the right thing and then it sort of gets to like a week later and then everyone goes, oh, I'm sure we'll be fine. And then they get yes. stuck again. Because you get They're really cracking born. down here. They're getting more and more strict. There's a campaign out right now to dob in your neighbor. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, they wanted yeah, to I do know. People were pushing for that here. and We're not allowed yeah. to leave the house without a mask on. We're not supposed to. I accidentally did yesterday. It's $300 fine if you do. Really? Jeez. For, your, for your first offense, and then it goes up. We have nothing wow. in place for masks. Mm. Hmm. Basically, it came out about two weeks ago that 50% of carriers show no symptoms. So, yeah, essentially, right. you, could, you could not think you've got it and therefore not think you need to wear a mask. And yep. you could be spreading it around. Our friend Aaron sort of said the best thing, what they sort of had to do with their work and the best way to try and get people to do the right thing. Don't be worried about getting it. Think that you have it and you're not trying yeah. to give it to someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, people misunderstand what the masks are for, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They definitely do. Because they're talking about, you know, reopening the economy here and, uh, you know, there's some disagreement. over. What does that look like? Uh, I think it looks like opening the, you know, making the stores, making the stores, <laughs> allowing the stores to open again. Which, right. And there's some debate about whether that's a good idea or not. But apparently the only state that is prepared for that, because you've got to have testing and, you know, contact tracing and all that kind of stuff up to go. Apparently Rhode mm-hmm. Island's the only one that's oh, wow. actually okay. ready to, to do that. Awesome. So. Hmm. Yeah, that is neat. We uh, we have that contact tracing thing. If you go into any store, and like I said, very few are even open, but you have to mm. scan a QR code and log in that you're entering that really? store. Yeah. Um, huh. You're allowed Fancy. to get your haircut still. That's deemed as essential. So I got a okay. haircut over the weekend um, with a mask on. Via Skype? <laughs> but I had a mask on. He had a mask on. And at one point, he's cutting the sides up above my ears. And he cut my mask off. And then we just looked at each other. He was like, sorry. Did he give you a replacement mask? No, he didn't. No, no. It was awkward. I didn't know what to do. He said, you've led a good life. Maybe it's time. Yeah. And then he put a little mask on the clippers. (laughs) Put a little mask on his dick. (laughs) I was like, what's that for? He's like, you'll find out. You'll find out. You'll find out. If you are getting uh, bored during quarantine uh unfortunately unfortunately i don't know how actually, i'm trying to think of a less jokey way to say this <laughs> now <laughs> i think i should have bought that because sadly it seems cases of domestic violence are up because of people being locked in houses together and uh malaysia has put out a few public service announcements mm-hmm. uh, you know if, if anybody's concerned about this kind of thing um they've come out and they've said don't worry about it uh women just stop nagging men and you'll be fine. <laughs> no, no. That's mm-hmm. their solution to domestic violence. <laughs> Can I come at it from a different angle? Don't hit people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there's a poster. Apparently, there is a poster that shows a man sitting on a sofa and it says, Women, stop being sarcastic if you need help with the household chores. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, so they've uh, they've apologised and uh, and stopped, I guess, distributing the uh, the helpful 
paraphernalia. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, look, Malaysia is a Muslim majority country, but they're one mm-hmm. of the most progressive Muslim mm. countries. Um, I'm surprised uh, that this passed without somebody saying, <laughs> "Should we think about this for ten Does more seconds?" Anybody, anybody going, nah. <laughs> yeah, Let's true. not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like some of the other things that they've sort of come out with. Where they're urging the women to continue to dress up nice and put on makeup. Yes, just the women. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, they also have uh, suggested that women start talking like Dorimon. Uh, Dorimon, which is that blue cat that. Like an Asian teenagers go around with stuck on their bags. Um, I'm not sure I know what that is. Uh, no, I don't. Do. I don't think we Hold have on. that. Here. You, no, you probably don't. Let me uh, let me paste in a picture, or not a picture. Let me paste in the, the word. I think they burned everything from Asia once this coronavirus thing started here in America. So, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asia's a big place. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of fires, Dan. A lot of fires. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anything from uh, Eastern Russia, they burned as well. <laughs> yep, true. Yeah, yeah. Doraemon. I've never heard no, of that. No, I'm even looking at pictures of him now and I can't Oh, you say don't know, know this him. guy? Oh, okay. Oh, well, I do know that guy. I do know that guy, but he's not, just a, I think, from Australia. I he's think just a cute, him. high-pitched talking cat. And apparently yeah. there's posters in Malaysia right now that say, talk like, like this guy instead of in your normal... Naggy voice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like the equivalent God. of having like Miss Piggy. Oh, not Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. <laughs> Fuck, don't Ms. tell Piggy. to do who that. Am I, who am I thinking of? Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Ho ho. Oh, okay. <laughs> what does Minnie Mouse sound like? I don't hmm. know. I don't know I've heard Minnie. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. And Matt will insert a clip here. Of Minnie Mouse nagging. Mickey Mouse, you're late for our date. Oh my gosh, I forgot. You see, Minnie, I'm. You meet me at the dance in 15 minutes or. We're <laughs> Yeah. Well, there is that uh, episode of The Family Guy where there's a flashback to Disney drawing his first cartoon and making Minnie Mouse oh. strip naked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. So we've got some Australian coronavirus related news. Okay. A gentleman who I think we may have discussed this uh, back at the beginning of all this nonsense. Uh, an Australian guy who purchased $10,000 worth of toilet paper and hand mm-hmm. sanitizer yeah. has attempted to return it now that that whole shortage thing didn't pan out. Yep. Uh and apparently the, the, the CEO of, of the supermarket in question uh, gave it like a press conference and said, uh, let me get the quote exactly. I had my first customer yesterday who said he wanted to get a refund on 150 packets of 32-pack toilet paper and 150 units of one-liter hand sanitizer. And I told him that. And then he flipped the bird <laughs> to the <Yep>. camera. <laughs> That's great. So good. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can you get a refund at supermarkets under normal circumstances? 
normally with supermarkets in Australia, they are pretty lenient with returning stuff. As long as you've got a receipt. Oh, they yeah. have never even thought of returning something to a grocery store. A supermarket. Oh, well, so Australia in particular is pretty good with all that stuff. I think a yes. lot of retailers yes. are probably scared that they have to, even mm. if they don't. So they just do. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of consumer protection laws. I think it's a little. Here, um, I think you can get a refund anywhere just because it's America and. Live free or I've, die. I've been. I've, I've people will buy clothes, wear them for a couple of days, and then return them. What? So I, I just. <laughs> yeah, I know. America. People do that. They buy prom dresses and things. I'm sure I've seen articles about that. Saying, "Can we all stop doing that?" And then kids are like, <laughs> "Well, they're expensive." <laughs> That's true. As long as you don't get any grass stains on them. So. We, oh, what? <laughs> All right, I'm leaving that right there. Yeah, what did Luke do at prom? I've got a, I'm got a question. <laughs> played, played football, I guess. Yeah, yeah, cricket. Yeah. Um, which one of you assholes got a stimulus check? Not me. Yeah, not I me did. either. I did. Everybody here did. Really? Fuck you. Everybody who paid taxes here got one, yeah. Uh, and apparently some people are putting it to questionable use. Well, I was uh, thinking during the week, I I bet certain items have massively spiked during the quarantine, and I yes. think sex toys must be among I the highest. I thought one of the things that spiked up was sexy lingerie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Is that because they're like, look, I'm around the house all the time now. My husband is bored of seeing it. I need to dress this up somehow. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not quite sure. Maybe. Yeah, I've had it weird. I just think there's a high influx of people mm. doing camming. Oh, oh, actually, sure. you might be right. Because like, yeah. the, the, I'm thinking of like strippers and stuff who now can't do that. So they've strip clubs are now trying yeah, to do it online. Do it online. It's a good point. Good point. I think about things like this. Oh. Yeah, Go but- to voxel.com and see if the uh, sluts from <laughs> Parramatta are making any money. Voxel.com. I, I don't know that? if there's a vo.com, but Luke oh, is that knows like very a- well what the voxel is. Do you I remember? Do. do you remember, Dan? Mm-hmm. The the day we looked up the reviews for the Auburn Gentlemen's Club. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. She started screaming when I touched her hair. That was... I have never been so sad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be hilarious and it just L- yeah. wasn't. And and listeners, this is this is not because we wanted to know what we were in for. We, we, we moved into a new neighbourhood. We saw that yeah. there was a place called a gentleman's club and we wondered, is that actually a club for gentlemen? Because that could be cool. Or is it or a is strip it a, club? Yeah, or a It brothel. was neither of those. It's a yes, brothel. Well, a brothel. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, oh, let's look at the reviews. That'll be funny. Reviews for a brothel must be funny, right? No, no they're not. Not at all. They're disgusting. Not at all. And just depressing. And, oh, because most of them were negative. Well, yeah. You don't, yeah. And, look, and a negative review for a brothel is a fucking yeah. mind trip. I tell you. Because if if you had a good time and you're writing a positive review, you're gross. You're gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think gross. The people who wrote these reviews were gross. But if you're writing uh. a negative review, it means your experience was like next level gross. And then, yeah. But I think they were the ones making it gross, though. Oh, the whole situation is gross. Yeah, and I kind of—I just wish that I'd never read it because now I think back on them and I'm like, oh, it's so sad. 
just ugh. anyway. <laughs> but it's better to know, Matt, because there's I probably times so. where you know you've thought, oh, maybe I'll duck in, and you're like, no, that's right. That lady screams when you touch her hair. <laughs> Imagine we had, because we're fucking dumb. We were like, oh, let's pop in for a whiskey and a cigar. Yeah, gentlemen's right. club. Wearing our right? smoking jackets. Yeah. And we like rocked in there and then found what was described in those reviews. Yeah. Then, that's right. Yeah. I mean, how far would we have had to go before we <laughs> found that out? I mean, it's, it's not like we wanted a good scotch. And so we went in and said, give me one that's 18 years old. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's one way to spend your stimulus check. Uh, the uh, the other is uh, apparently a dinosaur inflatable dinosaur costume. I do like those. They're uh, great. They are not a, great. Not the intended you- usage of the money. I'll be honest. Uh, sure. It's stimulating to me that there are people dressed as dinosaurs. So, uh- <laughs> <laughs> is it all about just blowing it on crap? Is it? I think it's supposed it's just- to be so you can pay your fucking bills because no, people lost their jobs. Spend. Are you sure? If you, because if you're spending at shops, it means that the the the, the flow on effect. It's basically just get people spending and not. Oh, I think he might money. be right. I don't understand you, this. If All right, start, fine. If you start, I thought it was just to help sh- me by. So I, I mean, I'm just mate. I, blow I it. Still got mine. What are you going to blow it on? That's, I don't know. That's what it's Matt, for. you've got one week to come back to us and tell us what ridiculous right. shit you bought with your <laughs> stimulus check. <laughs> All right, fine. Because it's all the flow-on effect. Like, they give you this money, you go spend it on crap, at, you buy meals or go shopping, spend it means that they can then afford to keep paying their employees, which then will keep them employed, which then means that they can spend, and it just, yeah, it keeps going and going. Right. So I shouldn't they, just be investing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. in fact, you're what's ruining America's economy. Yeah, Thanks. Because, um, like, be even right. here's something, like, even, um, like, police working, they, can't, mm. they don't have to roster as many people working at night anymore. Because security oh, that's guards, a good point. Like, yeah, because it's all of this extra stuff. That- it is. It's the stuff you don't think of. We we talked on a, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about how cinemas across America have closed down. AMC might be going bankrupt. Yeah. Well, you know who has already gone bankrupt? The company, the one company that makes seats for cinemas. Oh fuck! They're huh. gone. They have shut down. Wow. So I guess we sit on the floor if this ever can reopen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, not the floor in there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you guys oh, ever God, go to Govinda's not- in Sydney? <laughs> Govinda's? Govinda's. No. It's, a, it's a cinema um, that plays... I mean, it plays regular films too, but it mostly plays Hindi movies, Bollywood movies. Oh, okay. Um, all right. No, you go in there, it's all you can fun. eat Indian food, vegetarian, and then mm. you, um, you sit on the floor and watch films. Oh, right. I man, if you tried to take Indian food into a cinema here, they'd fucking shoot you. Because you're not allowed to bring outside food in or because they don't like it's, Indians? Because it's very potent. Oh, I see. Right. I told you the story. Right. of we, we were watching um, Annihilation at, the, oh, at yeah. the movies. And I took a bag of, I don't know if you guys. Luke, I know, Was Annihilation Luke, you know what out of are. the movies in America? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that came straight to Netflix here. We get, uh, yeah, it was like that. Remember in Australia, it was like. We don't get any of these movies here. We get a lot of them. Like we mm. get, well, not right now, obviously, and maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, it used to be, it'd be like 20, 30 movies playing at yeah, a time. Right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So we're watching that and I, Luke, I know you know what these are because I stockpiled them the first time <laughs> we came here together. You know, the, the pretzels that I got? Yes. There's the buffalo yep. ones and then there's these jalapeno pretzels. It's like pretzel mm-hmm. chunks. 
Like, do you know what you know what these are, Dan? No, I know what a pretzel is. Is it like a pretzel? It's not not like a normal pretzel. It's like imagine you know one of those big pretzels, like a sandwich, crunched pretzel? up into chunks. Yeah, okay. but like it's crispy and and in little chunks, and then they right. dump a whole bunch of really strong flavored, in this case, jalapeno <laughs> powder on them. Right. Okay. They're delicious, but they are very smelly, and I I just <laughs> didn't think about it. So I get we're in the middle of the movie. I open the bag, and then all these heads just like turn because <laughs> this, this smell is just like. Did you just soldier on and eat them? No, I, I put them away. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing too. Not only that, I've already drawn attention to myself, and then I'm going to fucking crunch these things. No. Man, I, I get embarrassed when I'm opening a packet of chips. Yeah. Just for the sound. I wait for an action sequence. Yeah. I wish more people got embarrassed and upset by stuff like that. There are people who just do not care. Oh, no yeah. one cares anymore about anything. On the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been in cinemas with phone. You know how, like, when it's dark, you don't need your phone bright? Yes. Yeah. I've had people in there who they find, they turn up the settings oh, so it's yeah. the brightest it yeah. can be. And I'm sort of like, yeah. what I is that, man? I just, I don't. I don't there's so, sometimes I go to see a movie here. Like, for example, Blade Runner 2049, I went mm-hmm. and saw that three times, and I, every time I loved it, and I was like, man, going to the movies is great. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that experience. But I think that's because no one else saw that movie, and I was there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, like, a handful of people. Because then I go and see, like, uh, you know, Avengers or whatever, and I'm like, these people suck. Yeah. yeah. People are the worst. Movie audiences are the worst subgroup of people in the world now. Well- I like- if- Everyone's there having fun and laughing. Great. Yeah. But it's the people who are, don't want to be there and just, no. yeah. Uh, just, no. Stop yeah. laughing. Stop having fun. Yeah. Sit there quietly. <laughs> yeah. I told you when I saw Justice League, there was a guy. I mean, I didn't. this didn't matter so much because I was like, oh, at least it's entertaining now. But there was a guy yelling out one-liners. <laughs> oh. like, like in the Were they good? Credits. Like in George the, Costanza level. <laughs> like, the, you know, the opening credits of Justice League. You guys seen it, right? Yeah, hey, I don't oh, remember. A very much long of it, to time be honest, ago. Yeah. You know, there's the opening credit sequence, and it's got a very Zack Snydery kind of montage, except I'm it's sure a little it weird. Because, well, I, it, it's a little weird because they've made it during the day instead. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, but there's this montage, it's and Joss there's a Whedon shot with a, a Zack Snyder montage. That's that's what. Yeah, a little bit like that. And but there's a homeless guy with a sign that says "I tried," and then this guy uh-huh. behind us yells out, <laughs> "Not hard enough, buddy!" <laughs> 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 like that kind of thing. That wasn't a cameo by Zack Schneider, was it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you think he was like, I, I, unfortunately, I'm going to have to step down as director. My daughter has committed suicide. And Joss was like, well, I've got something for you to do. <laughs> this will be hilarious. No, I think, uh, I think what happened was uh, they called him in to, uh, who produces these? Warner Brothers, right? Yes. He got called yep. into Warner. President of Warner's there. And they're like, you're stepping down, man. We don't like what you're doing. Your other movies are losing money hand over fist. He's like, mm. you know, no way you're going to get me out of this. And they're like, well, we disagree. <laughs> um, and then, you know, taps the button on the desk, says to the secretary, kill the daughter. And he's like, okay, <gasps> oh. I'll step down. But then he turns up on the day they filmed that scene with his little sign. Just to let us know that this was not his idea. He tried. <laughs> that what? All right. That's how movie studios work, man. I still don't think it would have been a good movie. 
<laughs> definitely. <laughs> even if his even if his daughter had lived. Oh. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't in the movie, so I don't see what I had to do. <laughs> no, with well, it. they had to remove all. They had to cut her out of it. Yeah. Like she, Brandon Lee. She was actually playing. It's Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? Uh, did you just say Brandon Lee? Yes. Yeah, okay. I, for a second there, I thought maybe I'd made it up. Um, no, no. When, when you watch The Crow a, now, yes. it is mm-hmm. perfectly obvious which scenes Brandon Lee is not in. Yeah. Not to me as a child. No, neither. I thought it was an absolute triumph. In fact, I would have sworn they shot him on the last day of shooting. Yeah. I guess we're more aware of how it mm. works now. Yeah. It's like, one of those things... As an audience now, we're not as forgiving as we used to be. Well, I mean, and they did yeah. it pretty well, too, because now they would have just done a bunch of CGI. Basically, yeah. there's just entire scenes where you don't see the guy's face. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's a bit weird. Yeah. And now that we understand the craft a little mm. bit, it's like, I mean, I'm less so me. But, well, I guess we just I've seen a lot of movies. I watch a lot of behind the scenes and I've been on sets. So I kind of like if I don't see the actor's face, I assume it's a stand in now. Yeah, that's just, right. Like I just kind of tick that off in my head. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah, holds up. Great movie. Yeah, and I'm thankful every time the see the the remake falls through. Yes, well, they they already did four sequels, right? Yeah, and they they were all awful, including the one that wasn't so bad. But a remake, <laughs> we do not need. Yeah, um, I saw pe- people who mad at Quentin Tarantino because of the Bruce Lee. Thing yeah. in um, in mm-hmm. uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, and uh, he he I think this was recent. He came he did an interview at some event where he said, "No, I stand by it. Bruce Lee wasn't arrogant shit." Next question. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, you know what? I kind of like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, he doesn't give a same. fuck. The, the whole premise of that fuck. film it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it's a story. It's a made yeah. up story. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't see people getting the shits. Then, oh, hold on. Fucking Brad Pitt didn't fucking murder the Manson family. Yeah, he didn't do that. And he didn't beat <laughs> didn't fucking he? Bruce Lee in a fight. It's just yeah. made up. That's what, actually, that's what he said. People say to him, oh, you know, that Brad Pitt's character could not have beaten Bruce Lee. And he said, I tell him. I fucking wrote the character. If I write that he can beat Bruce Lee, he can, <laughs> he can. beat Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, that is great. Great. I've got to watch it again. I know that I was like, I wasn't sure if I liked it mm. at first. I'm pretty sure I said that on the show. But it's, I keep thinking about it. Yeah, that's and the sign of a good movie. Yeah. It's like a song on the radio. If you like a song straight away, chances are it's not a great song. And you'll, yeah. you'll get sick of hearing it. It's the ones that, you, that grow on you. And I watched this yep. a second time and, and thought it was even better than the first time. Okay. I will watch it again, I think. Mm. Mm. i got to say, though, uh, I've been to Los Angeles and I've driven in Los Angeles. I know you have too, Matt. Oh, um, yeah. Y- you don't tear around fucking corners, uh, especially <laughs> no. in the hills, without fucking stopping and looking both fucking ways. Yes. Oh, you just run into a, a, the bumper of the... 500 stopped cars in front of you. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of movies and yes. uh, unrealistic stuff in movies, you guys yeah. seen Splash? 
A very I, long time ago, yes. Mm. I'm not sure I have. I think I've only read the Mad Magazine parody of Splash. <laughs> I bet that was great. What was it called? <laughs> they usually have a like a funny play on words, but I don't know what you could do with Splash. Splooge? I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it was Splooge. <laughs> Prove me wrong, Luke. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Indi- Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade was Indiana Jones and his last crew days. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing, Mad Magazine? <laughs> oh, they went out of business. That's yes, why. they did. They yep. did. They sure did. I fucking loved Mad Magazine. Um, it was, it was I'm funny. not sure when they, were going out of, when they were going out of business, there were all these people going, oh, what, it's sad they're going out of business. I used to read it a long time ago. They yeah. shouldn't go out of business. Well, well maybe you kept no buying it. They now. wouldn't. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, um, I had a, you probably remember I had a collection of them, Dan, and uh-huh. I, uh, oh, yeah. I sold them. Yeah. So. Sold them to Daryl Hannah. <laughs> um, look, I have seen Splash. I would not love for to. I would decades. love to have done that. Uh, yes. Luke, do you remember the hardcore, offensive, and gratuitous nudity in Splash? I must have missed it. <laughs> yeah, I think we all did. Uh, and I even rewatched it this week just to remind myself what it used to look like. Um, not the whole movie, just the scene that we're about to describe. Um, I, I I watched the what you're about to describe the new mm. version of this. And it actually made me think, well, now I just want to see what Daryl Hannah's ass looks like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's a beautiful I wouldn't woman. Have, I so wouldn't even you've... have thought of it before. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, gay. So <laughs> there's one scene in the film where Daryl Hannah, who is a mermaid but has legs, uh, kisses- Not a mermaid. Not a mermaid, yeah, I suppose. Well, mer just means ocean. And made me oh, yeah, a woman. Sure. So you can be a woman in the ocean <laughs> and not have a fishtail, surely. I, I couldn't, Dan. I couldn't have tried. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> on the water for a fucking long time. Tom Hanks. Into a prune. Tom Hanks? Yeah, it's Tom yes. Hanks, right? Yeah. She gives Tom Hanks a kiss, runs off into the water. She has extremely long hair, which mm-hmm. covers her nudity entirely. Um, mm-hmm. And yet. Disney have decided now that it's on Disney Plus um, to take it from a from a low PG to a hard G by <laughs> superimposing some kind of fur merkin over her butt, <laughs> and it doesn't look. It's good. weird. It is yeah. so weird. You can't see anything in the original footage, and it's no, it's like, not titillating it in well, any way. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and I was like, you know, I mentioned before, I wouldn't, you know. I mean, you I, couldn't I jerk off her. to this, put it that way. No. I, I still don't know what her, her ass looks like, to be honest. Yeah. I, yeah. I can just see the edges. So it's not like, I don't think they spent a lot of money or time trying to cover it. I think they gave it to an <laughs> intern to do on his first day. <laughs> Certainly what it it's looks like. It's real bad. But, you know, this is this has ruined uh, the internet for perverts now because now if you type in Daryl <laughs> Hannah's ass into Google Images, you get this monstrosity. Yeah. You think that's common? You think Daryl Hannah's still the, the number one Google search for people? <laughs> Forget Pornhub, mate. Google Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yeah. Remember Daryl Hannah? No, not really. Yeah. yeah, you know, from the 80s. What was she in? Oh, Blade I mean, Runner. Blade Runner and yeah. Splash. I don't think I've seen Splash, but I have seen Blade Runner. I've just found that the Mad Magazine parody I was referring to was called Splash Dance. And it's... <laughs> See, 
was and it was huge. It was- <laughs> Man, that was it's a different spoof. magazine that I had when I was a child. Yeah. Um, the and it was a, a crossover parody. Mm. Flashdance and Splash. Splashdance. Sounds hilarious. The the Godfather, the Odd Father. Oh. Ooh. Have you found Indiana Jones in his last crude days? I didn't. I found Super Duper Man, which is very <laughs> clever. And <laughs> Try Panic. These- oh. The James Cameron film, Try Panic. Try Panic. I remember these puns being a lot better. Mm. We were also a lot younger. Yeah. Batman is Batsman. I guess he has bats. I <laughs> I don't remember. I do remember that, though, that particular issue, because, you know, when Batman, when he's in the Batwing and he takes the Joker's poisonous balloons and then just floats them over the ocean? In, yes. In the Mad Magazine, he's on the comms with Alfred, and Alfred goes, won't they just float over another city? And he goes, yeah, but that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. I remember uh, the Edward Scissorhands one, mm-hmm. and it had a, the sequence at the end where, you know, where Edward fights the, the jock in the- mm-hmm. Up in the top of the mansion. Yeah, fights at Anthony And it was Michael a little... Hall. Huh. I got to rewatch that. Um, Who was always the nerd when he was a kid and then always the jock when he was an adult. That's interesting. Yeah. But the, the, the dialogue in that section of the comic was, um, come on, I'm, I'm going to hit you with this bat, man. And then <laughs> Edward says, get away from me, you joker. And I was like, oh, huh. Wow. Tim Burton directed Batman. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you fucking loved that joke as a kid. I I did because I got it. Yeah, it was like a yeah, yeah exactly. That yeah. was you were like that's a joke to me and people like me. <laughs> yeah, Tim Burton fans. Not not a joke, but the th- the thing that I used to fucking piss myself laughing at when I was a kid was in Batman Returns, uh, which is not a good mm. movie. So settle down. Oh come off it. Um, when he, when he shoots at that guy with that hook and he goes, you missed. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls it and pulls the bit yeah. of a wall out behind him. Um, yeah. In mm. my head. So I, so, I saw that movie with, um, do you guys remember Dick? Richard Forsyth? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, saw, yeah, yeah. I, saw, um, I saw that with him. And you know when you recall the lines from a movie afterwards? Um, yeah. We, we would just always recall <laughs> them quite wrong. And yes. um, <laughs> for some reason- we had convinced ourselves that when that guy said, you missed, Batman said, bull crap, and then pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was so disappointed years later when I revisited that film only to find that Batman says not a goddamn thing. Doesn't use the phrase bull crap, bull crap. <laughs> in that movie at all. That's such a Penrith thing to say. Nobody such, says that. No, such a 12-year-old Penrith thing too. You know what I mean? Bull crap, mate. <laughs> you missed uh, bull crap. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is a great movie though. Batman Returns. Tis. I'll not hear a bad word about it. <laughs> no. I've seen it in a very long time, so I can't comment. It's got my favourite Danny Elfman score. That's your favourite Danny Elfman score? Yeah, it is good. I'll give you that. It is It is very good. 100% my favourite Danny Elfman score. I know the movie is flawed, but the, the soundtrack is fantastic. It, it is. I think my favourite would have to be 
I mean, they're all the same, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he's but gotten I, more diverse as he's gotten older. But yeah. They're actually, and by that I mean less interesting. Yeah. Like, I love Danny Elfman. More, often. more he's like very normal mo- movie scores where you're not exactly. meant to pay attention to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I understand why, but it's yeah. just a shame. Yeah. Did you did you have the album Music for a Darkened Theatre? Yes. Yeah, that was great. I had to send away for that and wait yeah. like eight weeks for it to come in. I obtained it from the internet mm. at some point. I think I might I might prefer the Edward Scissorhands score. Oh, yeah? No, Just because of all those it is really poetic dancing in the snow. Yes. Type well, he, um and stuff. He mentions on his masterclass that that music, the snow dance, mm-hmm. is so iconic that he has that that is the the piece of music that he has the most like phone calls from his lawyer about, <laughs> where he's like, "We had another so, one." Someone's ripping this off. Yes, he yeah. said that. So, uh, and then sometimes he'll be watching a TV commercial, and he's like, uh, "Did I right. really get paid for that one?" Yeah, he's yeah. like, "All right, that's." Mm. But yeah, iconic. Mm. The Simpsons. Once you, oh, of course, yeah. Once you, once you realise that's him, you can't unhear it. That it's just every other Danny Elfman score, <laughs> just played with different instruments. <laughs> yeah. Is there a, a musical uh, term for for that, Matt? <laughs> uh, I'm sure there is. Hmm. He likes but it, then whatever he, it is, he, he likes it. He does, he does. I, I was listening to a, sorry, I was watching a film the other day that's score was by Philip Glass. Now, Philip oh, Glass yeah. has done some amazing film scores, but Candy they're Man. literally the same. This one was just, um, fuck, I can't even remember what film it was now, but I've, I've got a couple of old soundtracks, you know, from the CD era. Um, yes. And I'm just like... So I know them pretty well. You know what I mean? I know the tunes. And it, mm-hmm. it, it's just verbatim. Like, it's just fucking ostinato after ostinato. It just doesn't change yeah. anything. <laughs> it works, though. It does yeah. work. Yeah. Well, in, in his masterclass, Danny Offman talks about how Tim Burton just liked Oingo Boingo, which, very yeah. Oingo Boingo is fucking great. Yeah, and by the way, great. if you don't know... I mean, if you don't know who Danny Elfman is, then I guess can't help you. But if you do know who Danny Elfman is from films, check out Oingo Boingo and you might be amazed that he, he was a rock star first. Like, <laughs> I mean, a weird redheaded rock star. Sure. Yeah, but he was like, he's a very good singer. And yes, he, he like, is, yeah. his band is fucking fantastic. Tim Burton just liked Oingo Boingo and said, hey, do you want to do the music for my film? And he was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and then went and then Tim was like, no, no, I think you do. I think you just need to do it. And, and it then it turns out he's really good at it. Was that Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. 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 And he, he and that's he a great score too. Yes. Well, apparently Tim Burton showed him the bit at the, you know, the, with the Rube Goldberg machine at the start and all that. And, mm-hmm. um, and he um, went home and wrote this music and he was like, this is ridiculous. And then sent him a tape with it on and he was like, yep, you're hired. <laughs> that's but, great. All right then. If you do what Matt suggests and you go and listen to Oingo Boingo, Oingo, Oingo Boingo, and you like them, you should yes. also check out a very underappreciated film from the 80s called Back to School, which stars uh, Rodney Dangerfield as <laughs> the father of someone who 
starts college and moves into a dorm and then he decides he also wants to go back to school and moves into the dorm too but the son's a nerd and Rodney Dangerfield is a party animal it stars Robert Downey Jr in a very early role as really? just the best friend of the son but they go to a party and Oingo Boingo are playing at the party and Danny uh-huh. Elfman is in the film I mean the whole band's uh-huh. in the film yeah just playing some college gig yeah you should watch it. I mean, do you know he composes? You know how everyone kind of has a go-to instrument. I, w- I mean, maybe that's not common knowledge, but I would I would estimate most musicians have a go-to instrument, uh-huh. right? Like mine would be guitar because I'm most familiar with it. Yeah, his is the xylophone. Huh. I mean, it makes fucking sense. Yeah, when he starts working on a film, he'll just he has a room. You can see footage of this in the masterclass. He's got a room full of fucking xylophones. Wow. And to learn to play, he pretended to be enrolled in a course at fucking Stanford <laughs> and just showed up and and then, like, learned how to play. He's never had formal music training. What? Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. Th- Jesus. Mind blown. Daniel for masterclass. Fascinating. Huh. That probably is fascinating. I think the Philip Glass masterclass is probably just him sitting on the stool, slow track in, and then he goes, pick one note on the keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> count, up, <laughs> count up three, then count up four, play yeah. those notes in any order over and over. There's your score <laughs> for every movie. If you want to mix it up, start on a different note. Yeah, just count up three. Down a bit. Then count up four. <laughs> Composing. Speaking of Stanford University. Um, yes. There's somebody who uh, studied at Stanford that I'd like to submit to uh, Geek of the Week. Oh. And that's uh, that's Mr. John Conway. And if you, uh, if you don't know who John Conway is, um, you might like this ironic piece of news. That he was the inventor of the game of life, and he has died. He lost. (laughs) Well, part of the game of life is dying. Is it? I've actually never played it. (laughs) Haven't you, Danny? I mean, I'm playing it right now, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, in a very meta way, I'm playing it, sure. I remember playing the game of life as a kid and liking it because the board was interesting, but actually I think it's a bit shit. I liked the ad because the board looked interesting. There's a twirly yeah. thing. You put little kids in a car. Yeah. But it's one of these things, like, there's no, there's it's no not actual great. game. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter That's who's life. playing, what you're doing. It's You just move your piece. It's just random. Yeah. Uh, you make a choice twice. You the- can choose not to go to college, right? Isn't that- yeah, you can choose not to go to college. And it, yeah. th- that's the only thing. So, at the start of the game, you can take a risk and get... Go ahead a little faster, yeah. But you get less job choices, but you could still not go to college and still get doctor. Yeah, huh. <laughs> that's right. Can you not go to college but say you went to Stanford and then just play the xylophone and become a successful musician? Probably. Yes, that is one yeah, of the cards. So. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's up there. Just did while he, we're on the topic, did he do anything else? No, he didn't do anything else. He was a mathematician. <laughs> not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> Um, Matt, do we have any Rambo First Blood news tonight that might kind of tie in with Geek of the Week? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, we do, don't we? The sheriff. Finally, karma caught up with him. <laughs> Fuck, did Sylvester Stallone kill him? 
Maybe. <laughs> Listeners, if you're confused at this point, that's because we failed to mention that Brian Dennehy also died this week and was up for Geek of the Week. And that's why we just suddenly started talking about him with no context. Okay, back to the show. Imagine that. Just before he died, he calls Sylvester and he's like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm very, very sick right now. Do you want to do it? Do you want to I find it funny that your go-to for him as an actor is Rambo. But for me, it's the movie FX. FX. Which one's FX? I'm pretty sure he was in it. Fucking hate when Luke outmovies me. Yeah, what the fuck? It's a movie with um, Brian Brown. And Brian Brown, he's a special yeah. effects. He's a special effects guy, and he gets brought in to help fake someone's death. But then, I want to watch this movie. This now. looks fucking great. They're great movies. I only watched them like two weeks ago. What do you mean them? There's a sequel. Yeah, the sequel's not as good. Oh my god, FX two. Yep. Holy shit! All right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna watch this. Back in the for days, sure. remember before they had to have different names for sequels. You just have like that, and then you have Ghostbusters. Yeah, just a two. number. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If the first Star Wars film had come out in the eighties, I'm pretty sure The Empire Strikes Back would have been called Star Wars Two. Well, yep. they, they were calling it that for a while, right? Like, and then I, I think it was called Star Wars Two in production or pre-production. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Well, if you look at IMDb, things are called Untitled Avengers Movie 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've talked about this before. I remember, and we've definitely talked about Batman Returns already, but I remember when they said Batman 2 was called Batman Returns, and I was yeah. like, huh. Yeah, weird. same. I remember where I was when I heard that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a really important moment in my life. Oh, not going to elaborate. No, just that, uh, that Batman was like far and away my favorite movie. Like, sure. And it, oh, when absolutely. I, yeah, when yeah. I heard that, and it was kind of every other movie that I'd gotten into that had sequels, they already existed. So I was, you know, like when I watched Star Wars, it was nineteen eighty four. There were mm. already the sequels. You know, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and totally. when I watched Indiana Jones around roughly in the same time, there was already a sequel. Whereas I watched yeah. Batman, there was no sequel. And then suddenly there was. Yeah, they were making it. Yeah. So did either of these gentlemen die of coronavirus? Um, I believe that at least one of them did. That's um stupid. That's a shame. Well, I mean, not that it's not a shame that they died of something else. Brian, but- so it must have been the other one. Brian. We're calling him Brian now. Yep. Bri-bri. I like to think that this FX movie built it as the two Bryans. <laughs> uh, oh, do you know what I watched uh, on my birthday? Because I do. That I do it on my birthday is I watched Hackers again. <laughs> that's when you, that's your birthday tradition. Like well, jerk, jerking off to Angelina Jolie before she got her <laughs> boob job. <laughs> that's not how I describe it, but. Uh, the when I was eighteen, I turned eighteen. I had a party and I made everybody watch Hackers, and so uh, it's a. I'm making it a thing. Nice. I, and I wanted to watch it. So anyway, but Fisher Stevens is in it, obviously, as Eugene Belford, Mister Obviously. Mm-hmm. And that made me want to watch Short Circuit. Ah, one and two, which another film that no ha- disassemble Stephanie that got us a, a sequel. Nice software. While I was aware of it. Like, I saw Short Circuit 2 at the movies 
as a child. Yeah. And I was excited about it. That might have been before Batman. Huh. When did Short Circuit 2 come out? Yeah, man. Sequels when we were kids were... I remember when the third uh, Child's Play came out. I was dead set excited. <laughs> 1988. So, yes, it was before Batman. Mm. Mm. Not great reviews. Short Circuit 2. No. I don't have... Well, I think all the lines we remember from any Short Circuit movie are from the first one, let's be honest. Mm. Number five is alive. Speaking of obscure things from the 80s, um, I'm rewatching Community at the moment. Fuck, that's a great show. Oh, it is. Oh, the man. Last the last couple writing, seasons. The writing on this show is just uh, uh, amazing. Um, but there's, there was a Yahoo serious joke. <laughs> right. And I, I had no idea Americans even knew who Yahoo serious was. I think for a short period they did. And then mm. they promptly forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mr. Accident, I think, was supposed to be his big. No, uh, no. Mr. Accident? Uh, yeah, was his big the yeah. one where he's in LA. I think that's supposed to be his big breakthrough thing. But unfortunately, I I do think I have seen that. Yeah, no, not Mr. Accident. Oh, Reckless no, wait, Kelly. I'm thinking of, Reckless yeah, Kelly. Reckless Kelly. Oh, that's the one I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Hugh, no, I don't remember With... a goddamn thing about it. No, it's got fucking Elrond, uh, Agent Smith, oh, Hugo Weaving. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Hugo mm. Weaving is the bad guy in it. Huh. In uh, Reckless Kelly. Anyway. Is that a t- entirely Australian, that movie? I mean, it, it certainly is. sounds like it is. It, it's mostly shot in Sydney, I believe, but it is filmed in Los Angeles. Like, he goes to Los Angeles. He goes to LA, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't have a lot of memories of that, too. Remember Young Einstein <laughs> pretty well, though. Mm. Yes. So I saw that at the movies, I think. So on a school I. excursion, I think. Yes. Did you have to save the labels on your Cotty's Cordial for your ticket? Possibly. Oh, yeah. I remember that being yeah. a thing now. Cotty's Cordial had a label on it, and if you kept that lab- label, if everyone in your class had it, your whole class got to go and see Young Einstein. Huh. Does Cotty's Cordial still exist? I don't know. I will I will go and find out for you. say you're the only one in the country. You've got to find out <laughs> yeah. for us, Luke. <laughs> I'll give an update next week. Very good. Um, so Hopefully they've got lime. Uh, mm. Are you going to give cooler? It's the, the the green one's called oh, cooler. cooler. Yeah, cooler mm. for some reason. I prefer GI lime. Oh, I prefer GI Joe. Just sugar. I prefer um, Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> I prefer Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I prefer Dante's Seventh Level of Hell. <laughs> Speaking of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are I you going to give Brian Dennehy <laughs> Geek of the Week? I wanted to talk about a documentary, but I do need to know this first. Yeah, who gets Geek of the Week, if anybody? <laughs> Brian Dennehy. Okay, All right. Brian. Only because of his work in FX. <laughs> so, John <laughs> Conway. Only because of FX. John Conway, fuck off. No, you've Brian wasted Dennehy. your life. And Brian Dennehy. <laughs> you've wasted your game of life. <laughs> if all, <laughs> you lose. Uh, Brian, if all you'd ever done was Rambo uh, First Blood, then uh, you would not be being mentioned here because Luke <laughs> yeah. did not like your performance. Luckily, you did two films that only Luke has seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Very particular rules for getting Geek of the Week that I make up <laughs> each death. 
<laughs> uh, I, I watched a documentary this week that I wanted to briefly mention. It's called Hail Satan with a question mark at the end. And it's about... I saw the phrase Hail Satan in here and um, yeah, I wasn't going to ask. work out what it was for. I wasn't going to ask. Well, it's, it's follow-up, which is why I want to mention it. Because we've talked in the past about the statue of Baphomet that the, the Satanic Temple wanted to put up in... We have. Where did they put that up? Was it Ohio somewhere? Or they wanted to? And this mm-hmm. is a documentary about that, but about the, I guess, about Satanism in general and well, modern Satanism and like what it is and what, why and all like that kind of. It's not meant to be bad. It's well, it's just it's it it, it well, depends on who you talk to. I think mm. it addresses some of my problems with it, which are that you attract crazy people who just want to be Satanists, but bathe in blood. Yeah, but it, it, the, a lot of the organizations that call them, like, you know, say the Satanic Temple, they don't believe in Satan. They don't believe they're atheists. It's just mm-hmm. a way to It's a contrarian religion to well, question the, the point, established Christianity, The reason it right? started, yeah, the reason it started was because in America in particular, Christianity has a, like a, a favoritism. It's like you get mm. special treatment basically, over all other religions. And other religions weren't having much luck changing that. And so what these guys wanted to do was say, okay, you want to put a statue of the Ten Commandments up. We don't think that's right because that's that's basically saying Christianity is better. This is the fucking courthouse, right? And Christianity is the boss. <laughs> like they don't they don't agree with that. Yeah. And so the only way to get them to not do it is to say, fine, you want to do that. We're going to put a statue of Satan up as well. And then yep. the Christians will rather just no not statue. have a statue at all <laughs> than allow both. Yeah. So, yeah. And I can sort of see, like, because I know in Australia, like, most of our holidays are all around the Christianity. Yeah. I mean, it also mentions, too, it's quite interesting that apparently a lot of the stuff that Americans associate with, um, you know, America being a Christian nation was all, like, brought in in the 50s during the, you know, to fight communism hmm. because they, they said that the communists are atheist and they're going to, they're godless and they're going to come and kill us. We're a Christian nation. And then they added all the, you know, like under God to the pledge of allegiance and all that kind of stuff. It all happened in the fifties. That is and, interesting. and people, people just don't know that. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. I actually didn't realize that communists were atheists. I mean, maybe they're all not, but that like the Soviet mm. union was completely atheist. Um, I, yeah. have a, I have a friend over here who's Russian and we're talking about Christmas, and they celebrate Christmas, but it's not called Christmas, yeah. and they don't have Santa Claus. They have um, Winter Present Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very literal. Yeah. I'll put Chocolate it to you, though, Matt. Man. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, the director of Hail Satan um, mm. is named Penny Lane, and I put it to you that that's a fake <laughs> name. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> I do like uh, the guy who is, what is his name? Um, Lucian Graves is the head of the Satanic Temple. And at one point in the documentary, some uh, some Republican senator or something says, it's not even his real name. His real name is something, something. And then it cuts to Lucian and he goes, well, that's not my real name either. I, my pseudonym has run many levels deep for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's quite funny. That's great. Just jumping back to FX for a sec. Um, yeah. The producer of FX, Dodi Fayed, the guy who died in the car with Princess Diana. Wow. Huh. That yeah. is interesting. 
It all comes together now. <laughs> Brian Dennehy and Princess Diana. You heard it here first. <laughs> They're linked. In- indelibly linked. Anyway, I recommend checking out Hell Satan. It's interesting. It's not probably not what you think. And in fact, they point out, like I said, some of the issues I have. There's like a chapter of, of the satanic temple that goes a bit nuts. So it starts having basically religious ceremonies. And the head of it's like, no, you missed the point. This is not what we're for. Yeah, yeah. I, that always happens, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I, well, that's 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 one of the reasons I don't like that stuff is because yeah. I feel like it encourages the Same. silliness. Yeah, craziness. Uh, I I first met Satanists when I was a teenager, and um, you know, they were really nice people that explained to me that Satanism isn't about um, worshiping Satan; it's just about loving and all of this stuff like that. And I was like, well, then why do you need Satan? Like, why do you need to? Why do you need to? Have this contrarian. Yeah, well, I, I I thought the same thing, but this this documentary kind of did make me think. Okay, it is a useful tool, mm. I think, if you're if you're that serious about it. But I still think if you're just sitting around with your friends and you're like, ah, oh, let's be Satanists, then that's just dumb. Yeah, mm. yeah, just like, doing the Texas Longhorns at each other. Yeah, look like, the 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 same thing happened with Pastafarianism. You guys know about that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Like, it was not supposed to be a movement. It was that yeah. somebody was trying to get their kid out of learning scripture in school. And so he made up a religion that he called Pastafarianism and said, I, my daughter's Pastafarian. We worship a, a big spaghetti monster. So she can't do your Jesus thing. And, yes. you know, they, they told him he couldn't do it. And then it became this whole thing. And then he stuck by it because he was like, no, fuck you. If you get to learn about your imaginary friend, I get my daughter to learn about her imaginary friend. <laughs> but now people yeah. are trying to like legitimately start an organized religion about it. And it's like, no, that's yeah. the point is to not do that. And because again, there's an example where there's a guy who, who did it because um, they, you know, like if you're getting a, a an ID photo, um, particularly in the US, I think you, actually, this might've been in Australia. If you're going to yeah, get a photo for his hat. Yeah, because you're not allowed to wear any kind of covering. Your face has got to be perfectly visible unless it's a religious mm. piece of clothing. And so you have certain religions have clothing that obscures their face. And people were like, "We that defeats the purpose of it. And so this guy, as kind of a protest, said, well, I'm Pastafarian, so I have to wear a colander on my head for my <laughs> driver's license photo. And he won. Mm-hmm. So his driver's license photo, he's wearing a colander on his head. See? One guy does that. It's a protest. He wins. Good for him. Well, now, not really, if because anyone it didn't else is doing what it. what he wanted. They just said, "Okay, you can do it too," which is not the point. It's <laughs> yeah. about the point. He was trying to get it. So that he was no trying to get it so it. that burkas came off for the photos. Uh, yes, basically, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, so it didn't work. Anyway, here in Singapore, um, Luke, you mentioned public holidays. We get we get two public holidays for each religion's special days. So we get. One day off at Christmas, one day off at Easter, one day off at Eid Mubarak, and one day off at Hari Raya for the Muslims. And we get one day off at... Um, That's fascinating. Fuck, I'm being tested now. You, one you, day off do at... Do you get made a fourth off? <laughs> we don't get made a fourth <laughs> off. No. Damn, because that's coming up soon. International Noki Day off for pastafarianism. <laughs> I'm going to have Noki for dinner tonight. I've just Delicious. decided. Yeah. <laughs> do you get this Thursday off? What's this Thursday? Very important day. Oh, it is an important day. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's my birthday. 39. <laughs> Bit late. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about, mate? 
Call me when you hit the big 4-0. All right. I'll call you That's in two months, call. Matt. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you a call. Yeah. 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 I mean, we talk every week, but give me a call yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, don't yeah, forget, for that one, we will birthday, all be together. You fucking call me. <laughs> we will be together. We'll be together in the happiest place on earth, provided the happiest place on earth doesn't go out of business. Open. Which mm. it won't, because they own everything. Yeah. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.